The Mysterious World of Eve Chuttleson, Down the Tubes, by Eve Chuttleson. Tolly Meshongskins was dangerously close to falling down several flights of stairs when she noticed that her lavish and wildly expensive new purse had fallen into the toilet. As her mind registered exactly what had just happened, Tolly narrowly avoided tumbling down the stairs as she whisked into the bathroom to see the lavish and wildly expensive new purse whirl down the toilet into oblivion. Heartbroken. Tolly decided it might be incredibly wise to determine exactly how this mishap had occurred. Using all of her wisdom and careful thoughts, Tolly whispered a thought of hope and then began carefully examining the areas surrounding the toilet where her lavish and wildly expensive purse had been seated on the vanity. Boom. 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 Tolly was startled by very loud noises coming from the nearby grove of pear trees. Heavens. What else could go wrong today, she thought. Suddenly it became very clear and apparent how her lavish and wildly expensive purse ended up in the toilet. Tolly was always quite fond of leaving nearly all of her windows open during the winter months, as she felt brisk fresh air was quite vital to feeling energetic and youthful. The sudden and dangerously ferocious winter storm that had whisked into the area had caused terribly severe wind gusts that blew Tolly's lavish and wildly expensive purse into the toilet. And since Tolly had installed nearly every imaginable modern technological device in her home, the second anything arrived in the immaculately clean toilet bowl chamber, the toilet would flush automatically with nearly 50 gallons of crisp cool water from the tank suspended from the ceiling with large and modern appearing decorative yet sturdy chains. Fortunately the plumbing in Tolly's house was quite robust. And so the lavish and wildly expensive purse did no damage to the pipes within the cozy yet brisk abode. Suddenly, Tolly realized that she might be late for the winter tambourine extravaganza and tap dancing whirl at the quiet groves outlet mall in Quince City. Heavens, she thought, I'd better hurry, I still have to pick up Bertha, Ethel, Eudine and Velma, in her haste. Tolly neglected to close any of the windows in her house and also forgot to call the girls and let them know she was running a few minutes behind. Tolly hustled out to her cavernous garage and nearly knocked over her neighbor Twoggler. Twoggler was out in Tolly's driveway to warn her of impending doom in her garage. I firmly believe and declare that there might be an ominous wind of danger approaching your garage. Twoggler announced as the winter storm sirens began blaring at a deafening level. Tolly immediately began to gather facts on the situation and came to the conclusion that Twoggler was indeed correct. A large patch of moss had suddenly sprouted up near the garage entrance, posing a threat to anyone who might cross the path. Moss was incredibly slippery, and Tolly had once slipped on a mossy patch and tumbled down a steep ravine and into a gigantic mud rut. Whoa. Thanks for the tip Twoggler. Would you like to join me? Bertha. Ethel. Eudine and Velma at the winter tambourine extravaganza and tap dancing whirl at the quiet groves outlet mall in Quince City. Tolly piped. Well. Twoggler chimed. I really appreciate the offer. But I may have to run over to Quarterport City to vacuum out my car because I spilled a 20 pound bag of rice in the back seat. As it turned out. Twogger decided to forego the vacuuming of her back seat and decided to join the girls. Once Tolly narrowly avoided slipping on the mossy patch, she lumbered into her vintage omnibus and let Twoggler ride shotgun. Suddenly the Tarvazmatraville bridge collapsed right in front of Tolly's omnibus, whisking the abandoned car on the bridge into the raging torrents of the Smoldrasmoke River. Whoa, 
We were so lucky not to be on that bridge. Tolly yelled over the din of the ferocious winter wind. Twoggler dug through the glove compartment to find a map to reroute their trip since the bridge was completely destroyed. With careful calculation of time and thought, Twoggler quickly determined that they could make it over to pick up Bertha, Ethel, Eudine and Velma at the Clove Club Garden in less than two hours if they took the Sudden Breeze Parkway. Tolly was thrilled that Twoggler was able to make this new route and offered her a mint from her purse. Twoggler had eaten a giant birchy bean and onion pizza before joining Tolly's adventure, and her breath was not very pleasant. Twoggler was horrified that she had been chattering and chanting with bad breath and immediately burst into tears. She sobbed for most of the ride over to the Clove Club garden and then announced that she was terribly hurt that Tolly hadn't told her of her bad breath sooner. Tolly began to sob as well, stating that she didn't know how to approach the delicate situation without offending Twoggler, but eventually the fumes became so intense that she decided to offer Twoggler a mint. Both girls began to cheer up as they pulled into the Clove Club Garden Club parking lot. Bertha, Ethel, Eudine and Velma spotted Tolly's omnibus and frantically dashed out of the elegant and charming club restaurant. As they piled in, all of the girls chimed in and informed Tolly and Twoggler that there had been an unexpected visit by the head chef of Blood's Chili Force restaurant, Garsha Fronsk. Garsha Fronsk was a world-renowned chili chef and had recently remodeled her famous Blood's Chili Force restaurant. Apparently Garsha Fronsk had been carefully considering opening a Blood's Chili outlet center at the Clove Club Garden. All of the girls were enthusiastic about the plan. But most of them felt that having the chili outlet at the Clove Club Garden might take business away from the exclusive cafeteria and shrimp bistro. My. What a day of gossip and excitement. Tolly shouted as she navigated the omnibus into the parking lot of the Winter Tambourine Extravaganza and Tap Dancing Whirl at the Quiet Groves Outlet Mall in Quince City. Tolly leapt from the omnibus and fell into a deep pothole, completely destroying her brand new high fashion boots. Bertha and Ethel both winced in horror as they helped Tolly out of the pothole when suddenly Velma tipped over and fell against an incredibly expensive sports car. Velma, who was on a perpetual diet to reduce and slim down managed to irreparably dent the incredibly expensive sports car. Fearing that they all might end up in jail from this incident, Tolly, Twoggler, Bertha, Ethel. Eudine and Velma hurried and hustled through the quiet groves outlet mall's breathtaking entrance hall and dashed over to the Grand Fountain to admire its stunning beauty. I've never seen a more breathtaking sight. Twogler gasped as her purse toppled into the fountain. Ethel chugged over to the situation and tried to rescue Twogler's purse, but the sheer force and energy of the Grand Fountain whisked her into its wildly colorful waves. Heavens. Tolly shrieked. We must rescue Ethel. Bertha hurried over and helped Twoggler and Tolly toss a rope over to Ethel who was drenched from the frantic and colorful waters of the Grand Fountain. As Ethel made her way out of the Grand Fountain with Twoggler's purse, Officer Mainway noticed the commotion and offered assistance. What were you all doing in the fountain? He peppered. Tolly tearfully responded that Twoggler's purse had fallen in and in trying to rescue the purse, Ethel had fallen into the Grand Fountain. Office Mainway was not amused but understood the situation as many mall shoppers had encountered similar harrowing situations with the fountain. Suddenly Bertha thought that she had spotted a famous movie star near the hot dog cart and began running towards it. In her haste, 
Bertha stumbled and crashed into a jewelry store completely destroying seven showcases full of rare and precious gems. The owner of the jewelry store, Bolroblonsk, was terribly unhappy over the situation and sat down with all the girls to have coffee and discuss what to do. Twogler had a sudden and intense thought to rebuild the jewelry showcases with a wise plan. She felt that if everyone put in their effort, they could have the jewelry store looking better than brand new in a few moments. Everyone sprang into action, including Officer Mainway, and within 20 minutes the jewelry store looked amazing. Moldra Blonsk was so impressed that she decided to invite everyone out to dinner at Betty Caruso's steak palace in the mall. The girls were thrilled and they all enjoyed a sumptuous dinner at the luxurious steakhouse. The end.